Titus O'Neill keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring James You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on Vince's No, 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 no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, suck-up. No, no, no. You, you defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestle Mania. Alongside for the ride is JC, and we have entered some type of weird trap. We're in the fucking Twilight Zone yeah. now. <laughs> wow, it is. We talked about last week how Oof. there was like a wrestling overload. I'm just, my, yeah, I mean, we were just talking before we got on air. Our minds are mush, but you know yeah. what? Luckily, we have a tiny semblance of structure on our show, so uh, I guess we'll start there. You'll always be in my shine. Mwah. Hey, Nestle. Hey. You know what happened? No. Hashtag a Nestle Hope actually for the first time in the history of the universe and world came true. I might have broke the character limit, but Bailey, yep. the heel, she <laughs> cut her hair. She fucking spiked her inflatable tube men, which is one of the greatest things ever and led to some of the greatest inter- in, uh, internet videos ever. Bailey is a heel and once again, your SmackDown Women's Champion thoughts rack up the losers the, the loses the losses the losers the losers for charlotte i was so oh excited God, yeah. i was like i'm sitting here going levin's right around the corner baby it's happening but i was so excited when i saw the like she took off the thing i was kind of hoping that the the garb would like a little bit more different but i did like the new logo it was like bay lee with the, it was like, the very bar. um tessa blanchard that's what somebody else yeah, familiar yeah, with yeah, her. yeah 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 um, so, but I, hey, look, I was very worked. excited. I was very excited with it. I liked the music afterwards. I saw from people on Twitter their videos over the weekend what Bailey's entrance looks like now. Very, it seems a little too much like the. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fiend. a work in progress. It, it's definitely yeah. something. That, but I was excited that she won. I thought she had to win when she changed her look. I thought this would be really stupid if she lost. And then I popped because everybody knows how I feel about roll ups. But in this particular instance, Charlotte sold it with the face. It's a satisfactory roll-up. I'll be okay with it. And let me let me put it, because you just said a name there that I really think is not getting enough credit. Yeah. Fucking Charlotte, man. Yeah. You you literally call the shoveler. Now she's like the uh, fucking, yeah. like, she is the, she's like the Dolph Ziggler of the woman's she position. She is the putter so over. So she comes out on this, and during Bailey's entrance, they kept cutting to Charlotte, and she just had the face, was like, yeah. I'm about to put this bitch over. I'm about to be the victim of Bailey's heel turn and about to make her look great. But not only that, which that was, for me, the highlight of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to go to Raw. Okay. Because once again, Charlotte, getting the call upon because Sasha was not clear to compete, goes in. And you know what? She put Becky over once again. Charlotte, a two-match losing streak? Are you kidding me? Mm. Oh, how'd that match end? Roll up. Hey. <laughs> Charlotte only loses on roll-ups. But okay. she lost twice. But that was a good match, too. Uh, you know, if someone was smart enough and at least close enough to the ring, they should just yell out, Charlotte, watch out for the roll-up! <laughs> and she, you know, she would probably not even pay attention. But still, it was exciting. And again, Charlotte's doing what she can be. A lot of people give her shit. I know I jokingly call her Charlotte yeah. the Shoveler because I think she's oh, it's great. Fun. But yeah. it's so much fun to turn up that gas. But man, uh, like there's a lot that uh, 
this entire week left to be desired, I will say. But we are still in the shiniest of shines. War! 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 Another new set of champions, finally. The Viking Raiders win a... Fa- I thought it was a very good tag team match against... Uh, Rudin Ziggler, who I don't know if they have a tag team name yet, the Glorious Show. Oh, I came up with one. You did. I did. It was. Uh, hold on, I had it written down here. I'm I'm totally unprepared. I apologize. I think it was. Uh, hold on, hold on. Do, 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 it's not even do, good. Never do, mind. Just do, move on. Do do. Now we gotta hear it. Now I'm... it was Ziglorious. <laughs> so bad it's good. It's so I like bad. it. So the Viking Raiders defeat Zig Glorious, become the new Raw Tag Team Champions, the face of the Raw Tag Team Division. These guys deserve it. They are over with the crowd. They have been presented well since the whole name snafu. They came back. They're good in the ring. And like the biggest thing is, is the crowd has bought into them and it's working. And I absolutely love this. This super high fire moment of the week. I got to say, the nerd boner came out for a lot of people on Twitter when they started mentioning, we were the IWGP Tag Team Champions. We're the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. And this was the one tag team championship that mattered. And we're the most... And I'm sitting there going... And the NXT Tag Team Champions. Yeah, sorry. Can't bury that. And then they go to the whole, like, we're undefeated. And I scratched my head. And I'm like, well, I guess in the WWE they were undefeated. I mean... It was was nice because I'm sure there's that stat. They lost in NXT. There's that... Well, they, they... Lost. They lost the match. They, they, well, air quotes is what they, they lost the match because Monta was the were the champions when the no they gave him up. Oh, yeah, they that's gave right. him up and then they had the ladder match. So who? Were, oh, and that, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. You're right. So they're undefeated in WWE's universe. They so are. They're, they're the real Bianca Belair. They're on their own. I guess I'm wall. Yeah. Oh, but it was fun to watch. I, look, I enjoyed that match. I thought. Eric almost killed Ziggler on the finish. <laughs> he had to catch him because yeah, he realized. I was a little scared. I was like, oh, no. He threw him like a pizza pie, and, and Hanson couldn't move in to get it. It, it was, was just, awkward, but it got the job yeah. done. And it was odd to me because it was just like, was Roe supposed to pin? Like, did he want the glory, or was he the legal man? I don't know. I don't care. I think he just wasn't. I think they, he was probably so excited, like, oh, oh my God, yeah. we're about to have our moment. Yeah. I think he was probably supposed to turn a little bit towards Hanson because that's what it looked like. Because yeah. it was just kind of like, get out of the way, dude. I got to catch him. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? It worked. We got the result we wanted. And I loved it. Yeah. Th- again, not a lot to be desired on this. But this was a big, shiny moment. The yes. moments we've talked about so far are very much excitable moments. And now all we kind of have left is a subshine, which I don't have a lot. But that sub-shine. Zelina promo and Zelina in general Horse. was, oh, my God. She goes, she called the horse with horse faces. She's done that on Twitter multiple times as a joke. But now doing it on TV, that place, like, that was amazing. We all popped for it. She did clarify on Twitter, though. She's like, not actually Charlotte, just the other three. So I thought that was a nice touch. Then we got Andrade and Ali out of nowhere. Oh, God. But suddenly, uh, apparently they're treating Andrade like a big deal. We'll see if it lasts. But uh, he got a big win, and he was a uh, quote-unquote first-round pick, which apparently there's like 50 of them. But, you know, we'll get to that later. Yeah, I mean, look, it... I was excited by the horse face thing. I was even more excited to see Ali and, uh, you know, Cian, as I will still call him Cian, because that's always it's going to be. Ali I'm excited. I'm excited because, again, the draft, what we talk about on this program always, the draft is a reset. It, it definitely re you we reinvest. Hope. You yes. hope that they reinvest yes. in these people that are excited. It's exciting in the fact that there's some hope. Um, and speaking of hope, like, they, they're, they really, like, gave, like, a lot of hope here, you know, because. Always in the shine, always in the Fox intro still. (laughs) Um, The hottest free agent in professional wrestling. So this is like twofold thing here now. You know, obviously they wanted like they wanted free agency to still be a big deal. Mm-hmm. So like we need a top tier name, and that's Mandy Rose. Oh who, like, God, would have been a first round pick, but you Good know they Lord. had to kayfabe us a little bit here. But she's probably gonna end up on SmackDown. They might split up her and Sonya, but you know what? It's also 
laying the foundation for the WrestleMania main event for the SmackDown Women's Championship between Mandy Rose and Scarlett Bordeaux. Scarlett Bordeaux. Because she called herself the hottest free agent in wrestling as well. Oh, Our I see Joe what you did there. The yeah, I mean, hey, it is what it is. You don't have anything. I, I, like, I have comebacks ready for you. Would you for ready? what? To rip Mandy. Uh, look, there are some things that are worth ripping, and then you look at the. I actually, you know what? Because I was prepared for this program, I, I have That's a list. A I know. I have a list of people who have not been picked. The, well, which it's I'm a sure, lot. It's a lot of people. You could have a third, fourth show with just the amount of people they've yeah. not picked. So, and I think they're doing that on purpose because sure. they want to maintain flexibility. Which we can talk about later on in the program, I'm sure, because it, this will probably bring up a lot of heat. As God a, damn it. You know, I had a such a good comeback. No, Whatever. I, maybe I'll have to use it listen, later. Listen, you you, look, it, I duck when you dodge. It just, it's different, That's you know? That's the first, you honestly. Know? Usually you walk right into it. You're yeah. like Titus O'Neil. You run directly into that bar. <laughs> Speaking of which, he gets a draft pick. <laughs> What's the thing? He's the last one. Like one of the last uh, people who gets fucking picked. So I think pretty much they just drafted Good the people Lord. they know where they want to put them. And obviously the top stars. Oh, but. my God. I just – I can't. I, you know, it's funny. As you were talking, as you're rattling off everything you enjoyed, there were a lot of things on this show. I have nothing else But I don't think there's anything excitable that I'm really yeah, – like I, even emotional about that was making me happy about Raw or Shortest Smackdown. shine ever. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Do Where we, do we start? Do we begin with the with? I mean, the draft seems to be. Yeah, we, that seems yeah. the biggest. What were your overall thoughts on the entirety of the draft? Slight positive coming out of the shine. I appreciated the fact that Stephanie McMahon acted as if a little commissionery and did the whole thing. I laughed when someone showed me that they actually read the order from night one, as if I don't know if you saw that they gave an order oh, on the WWE website. And that was the order which everybody was taking. So when she fucking said it, it was the same order that anybody could have followed along. That's and pretty good. That's pretty and good. here's something else that I don't know if anybody else understood. I'm sure you did after the fact, but as I was watching it first night, I went, wait a minute. They just said Raw gets three, SmackDown gets two. So Raw's going to win both first round picks. You had to start Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown. They could have gone. That's how it had to be. SmackDown, Raw, Raw, though. Kind of like they we did not draft. We right. it. But they were intelligent. But that's not how they did it. I know. It was ridiculous. Well, that, that's the thing. It was just like, especially because you get to the next round, normally like... And then it started, so it, was, so it ended on Raw and started on Raw. Yeah, it was it, very odd. It was... Very odd. Yeah. This yeah. whole This whole thing ended up to me like, I think I said to you guys last night, it was, it felt like half of the people didn't really do anything. They were already at the brands that they were already on. Yes. And then half of them were like, eh, whatever. So, that, so there, I have a lot of issues with this, but... I mean, my, my biggest complaints, like, as I was watching, it was like, there's nothing, this isn't adding anything to the program. It's like, this show is happening with random matches. Here's just a break where Stephanie McMahon comes out and reads some names, and you expect the crowd okay. to cheer when they just put up a full screen. But, like, the reason, uh, they, I think it's twofold, the reason why I was so disappointed. Like, did I have more expectations for it? Sure. But at the same time, it's a draft. I was looking back at other drafts they've done in the past. And not everyone they list is getting drafted. It's like you have people on the two shows, and then they usually switch them. Except for the last draft. It was actually there was coming out of a uh, non-brand split to a brand split. So they had to do it like this. But this one, like, they kind of had a brand split with the wild card rule. But instead, it just – so that was part of it. I think the biggest thing that screwed everything up is the wild card rule. It's like, oh, yeah, Andrade gets changing brands to Rod. So it's like, I thought he was on Rod. I don't know. Yeah. So it's – and it's also the other big thing – they did some switching. Obviously, Wyatt to SmackDown was probably the biggest surprise, but Lesnar to SmackDown should have been such a big deal. But that switch had already happened like a month ago. They blew their load by having him go there and win the title. So that wasn't really a big surprise. Like, So it just, I don't know. It kind of felt like it's they're on the Titanic and they're just shuffling chairs. And I don't know. Shuffling the presentation of it I thought was weak overall because they're announcing all these names. Nobody's comes out. 
I kind of got sidetracked like I always do, but the point I was making earlier about past drafts is like, it'd be like, oh, John Cena's going from Raw to SmackDown. And all of a sudden, he comes out, and, it's, and people go nuts because it's like, he's going to a new brand. This is exciting. There was none of that because, like, literally, it felt like you're watching two different things at once. It was like, here's a wrestling show. Oh, and here's this random thing that we do in between matches. Right. And it just, for me, it just, it came off really lame. I think they could have done it a lot differently. I don't know. Let me ask you this. As a, as a, as a huge sports fan. Yes, and I love you drafts. You love drafts. NBA I know you and NFL drafts are two of my favorite viewing sure. experiences. Would it have been a better experience for them to have the WWE draft not be on a Raw or a SmackDown, have it on the WWE Network so both brands are not hurt, you know, butthurt about not having that draft on their show, and having a draft special where every two minutes, Stephanie, would come out with, you're on the clock, USA, you're on the clock, Fox. That would actually be pretty cool. Like that, I think I, that would be interesting I didn't me. even think of it like that. I was more thinking of, I don't know, I, but that is that is additional content because part of the cool thing about the draft is because like it's it's all hype. Everything yeah. draft is hype because some of these guys, especially like, aren't, aren't going to matter. Right. But it's like it's just so much hype. So it comes out. They make a pick like an Andrade. You got someone being like, "Oh, this is a reach." And the other big thing about like drafts is the reaction. Yeah. We didn't get besides the war room shots, which were so bad they were good, <laughs> and the fact they didn't change the clocks. Fox from robot Friday, had me every. The time. Fox robot was great. Yeah, yeah. But. The fact that we didn't have like immediate like superstar reactions like backstage. Remember when they did the original yeah, when one? When Taker threw they, the chair, that's like exactly all, what I remember. Well, yeah, and then the most recent one, like yeah. they had everyone backstage in the room, and then at the end of the night, you had the thing where he Slater's all by himself. Right. Like there were just little things. It was like you had some sort of superstars reacting. The only ones we really got were the Street Profits, and that might have been an exclusive. I don't remember, yeah. but I remember seeing it, and they like had the Rodgers, and we're all excited. But it just if you're gonna do a draft, do it right. Don't just do it just to like say you're gonna do it because this was. But imagine that, that this to me the was, draft special would have been dope. The draft special, that like, be cool. think I'd about it this way: you could have, you could have, you could have rented out an arena. You could have had all the wrestlers on the floor. You could have had people getting reactions. You could have Baron Corbin, who was like picked twenty fifth overall, sitting there like just Aaron Rodgers there, and Brian yeah, Quinn, just getting so upset. And then finally, when he wins, he's give me that fucking hat. Yeah. You know, like that. Oh, and by the way, yeah. that's an easy way to build people's character. Exactly. You could go in and have Charlie talk to people like the Miz, who are like sitting there and being like, "Dude, I'm on the USA Network." I literally make the money. Why they took they shimmy, me? shimmy, yeah, I two know. rounds behind them. I know. And I love shimmy, shimmy, yeah, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck is we, wrong with you? Oh. You're telling me some stupid fucking USA exec was like, oh, Baron Corbin, Rey Mysterio, The Miz, oh, Humberto, Colb- uh, I don't know. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, give me him. <laughs> Come on, Joe's fuck off. That. Um, dude, like Joe, like Joe the, killed it. Yeah, Joe does a lot of amazing things, but that by far is my favorite thing he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. and I am stealing it for this <laughs> podcast. Whenever Humberto Carrillo does anything, shimmy, shimmy, yeah, I love it. I could have just made the WWE a shit ton of money yeah. by having that draft special. That would have actually been really cool. That's what that was. I think that would have been great. You're on fire right now. I gotta say, I this w- can't last. This cannot last. But let's. So you said Wyatt to to SmackDown was your big. That was deal. a surprise. Was there anything else that you besides the shimmy shimmy that you were excited about or head scratcher about? Um. Well, I, I mean, we had said there were a couple guys who wanted to end up certain places. Like I like Aleister Black on Raw. I like Rusev on Raw. Um. The SmackDown Women's Division is kind of shallow right now, but I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna address that in my hope. Okay. Because uh, I believe right now it is Sasha, Bailey, Lacey, Carmella, and Tamina. Mm-hmm. So that's Carmella and four heels. So there's obviously some pieces missing, but I have. Have uh, their some official things. rosters if you need to look at anything. Yeah. Okay. I actually wrote it all down. I don't know. Oh, why, okay. Jinder Mahal got drafted also before Samoa Joe and The Miz and King Corbin and Mysterio. As Nicole um, calls Jinder Vaney, what she call her? Vaney McVanerson. He's she's like that's just not unhealthy. Like he yeah. that picture makes him look like. He, the vascularity of his, you know. He's also, a um, 
uh, Raw made one of the dumbest mistakes of the draft. So they drafted Alexa Bliss in the third round and Nikki Cross in the fourth round when they could have just drafted him as a team at the same time and had another pick. Like, it's just little details. It's like that. It's like, so you're saying originally you just want Alexa Bliss, but then later we're like, oh, I'm going to take Nikki Cross over like 20 other women. Have some common sense, please. I don't know. They're just. Yeah. So someone drafted Lucha House Party. Like, what is. Come on. Well, look, I will say this. Out of everything that was shitty about the draft, and Ray's going to be sitting there going, their draft was so great. <laughs> It was for certain. I'm glad, Ray Ray, that you were so happy. But you also love Shane McMahon. Yeah. Well, (laughs) the best in the world. Wow, you overmodulated like a motherfucker on that. But getting back to Ray's point. Yeah. I lost my train of thought because of your fucking Shane McMahon. (laughs) I don't know where to go. I was going to make a point and now I'm gone. You know who else didn't get drafted? WWE hates women. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Oh, so anyway, now I'm now getting to go back to my point. <laughs> a lot of there are a lot of things that we didn't like on this program, but there was one thing that I thought was the shining moment of the draft. Samoa Joe as an analyst. Oh, he was really good. Unbelievable. He was really good. Unbelievable. That man talked himself into a career after wrestling. Oh, That's what also, it was. Also, I have another thing. So another rule they broke is on uh, when they were talking about the draft, I believe it was a promo on... Maybe it was Raw before or actually like early in SmackDown where they were giving rules. They said, injured superstars will not be drafted. You know, like Elias and Samoa Joe, who were both then later drafted. Yes. It's like they, no matter what kind of rules they set for themselves, they break them. I don't know if it's a game or if they just literally have the most inconsistent writers on the face of the earth. It, it does not look good, folks. It does But not I mean, look I, good. I think the biggest talking point is, I mean, touching a couple times, like what do you think of, uh, we can use this as a transition too, Bray Wyatt being drafted to SmackDown, no longer being on the Raw brand, at least for now. I Look, I have a theory. I think I said it in the thread last night uh, that I'll share later in my hope. But I am curious to see, I, especially when you said Glazer was having that moment where he was talking about trade, trade, trades. Yes. I think that there are a lot of trades that could be happening yes. here. And I think that that's exciting because we've talked about last time you know, they kind of put it over, but not really to the extent that they could have when they did the original draft. I think this time with the sport, look, maybe, just maybe there will be a draft. Hell, again, rectify the draft again by doing a trade special. Like I asked for it, like well, I think a year so ago. There, this is, there was, WWE kind of put out a little tease today because tonight they're debuting their uh, studio Backstage, show on yeah, Fox. Yeah. So today is Tuesday. We're recording Tuesday. So if you're listening to Wednesday and you already know what happened here, we apologize. We can't go back and edit the video. But uh, they could, as early as tonight, apparently announce a trade already. Yeah. So there could be something. And he would obviously, considering he's fighting for a Raw title now at uh, the Jewel of Crowns. The crown. For Baron Corbin's crown. Um I'm not looking forward to Halloween at all now. Oh, I mean, man. well, actually, Halloween is, actually is my favorite. Halloween? It's on Halloween. Okay. But it starts at like 1 p.m. Well, yeah, because it's in uh, Saudi Arabia. Poor Ray Ray. If check out Ray Ray. Hey, uh, you poor know, Ray Ray. He pulling... gets an all-expenses paid vacation to Saudi That man puts a down payment <laughs> on his second home. No, he's doing he's doing God work. He's, yeah. He really is. He's, I, Tyson I, Fury could put a down payment on 15 homes. I know, right? Good Good for Jesus him. Christ. Good but for it, him. But we just want we want Ray Ray to return safely. That's all we want. Uh, but and the rest of it'll probably be dog shit. But I'm sure Ray will give us the first. I mean, we got Team Flair and Team Hogan, baby. We got Ricochet on one of them. They threw on Nakamura, another guy who went way down in the draft order. And uh, who cares? Lashley. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Um, the best thing. tag team in the world. So who's Shinnick Man going to tag with to win that? The uh, revival. <laughs> Because he's just going to take yeah, Dash, you're fired. It's yeah, me and Dawson. I, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, should we get into Heat Heat now? Once other, or do you have more uh, draft 
takes. Look, there's a lot we could get into, but I, I don't think the draft is as good as it could have been. So let's just move on. All right. Where do you want to go next uh, as the captain of the Heat? Well, the captain of the Heat. I got to say, I was confused. We're getting all the Heat out before we go detective style, I think. But okay. uh, the thing that scra- had a scra- head scratcher for me was Lacey teaming with Natty. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like when I saw it, I went, no, God, please, no, 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 no. And I then, just laughed, man. It did like <laughs> I, we have a mutual respect for one another for beating the shit out of each other. Which again, uh, in a in a in a world where that wouldn't happen constantly, I mean, Cesar, I would, maybe they're the next Cesaro, Sheamus. They're the next. Bah! Well, it was it was a stretch. It was yeah, definitely a stretch. They were and just then, like, we want to get the Kabuki Warriors over, and since we didn't draft any other women's tag teams, um, we actually drafted these two women. They're two of like five women that got drafted. Let's stick them together because they're about to be split up. Woof. But Woof. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say I was at least a little entertained by this because um, fucking the spot on outside where Kyrie Sane fucking smacked her in the face <laughs> and Lacey Sell, I was like, oh my god, I want more of these two. And then the Asuka and uh, Natty working together was pretty good, so... But yeah, the uh, the whole uh, team friendship thing didn't work there. Shorty Gable up at it again, rerun style against the King. That's his name now on the website, and he's calling himself that in a promo. Stupid, fucking. Stupid. You know what? You know what? I'm ready to have a bad take on this. Oh no! I was so anti this. I have it written in my heat notes. I've been all against it. But driving over here today, I was thinking. I was like, you know what? There are a lot of things in WWE that they obviously just do to get people just to talk about it in sure. general. And a lot of the times they do it with main event things like, you know, Hell in a Cell, where you don't need to do that because people are already talking about it, so why make it shitty? But Chad Gable, like, he had his nice run in the King of the Ring, but then they were like, what, what, what's next? And we stopped talking about him because he's Chad Gable. Excuse me, Shorty Gable. He's at the short end of the stick, the short end of the ladder, the short end of the roster. Like, he's just, he's on the bottom because he's short. So instead, they're going over the top with this obnoxious thing that we all hate, but now he's actually on our mind, and we like him after we hated him for fighting Baron Corbin ten times, but we like him now because we feel bad for him. So is this working? I think it might be. So you know what? Shorty Gable, I'm in. Fuck it. Why the fuck not? Everything sucks. I'm in on Shorty Gable. Wow. I'm in. I tucked myself into it. Why not? Who the, why the fuck not? It's fuck, I, This guy was in a nobody. Why the fuck not? If you're going to put a bad gimmick on someone, no. If you're going to put a bad gimmick on someone, put it on someone you never use. I, I can't. I can't. No, I can't allow I'm in. this. I'm in. I can't allow this. I'm in. I'm Deleted. in on Shorty Gable. Deleted. I'm in. You didn't expect that, did you? Neither did I. But I'm in. Why not? Fuck it. You, you can't. Shorty. You can't do that. Get it, Shorty. You can't do that. Moving right along. <laughs> Something else that made me very, 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 very much excited, and then I was like, wait a minute, no, I'm not excited. Was I was like, hey. Look, the OC's back together. Wait a minute, they're facing the new day with smiles for miles, Kofi Kingston, after getting his ass handed to him in 10 seconds, <sighs> throwing pancakes, relegated to the tag team division again, not even getting a rematch. Yes, I know someone's going to say he didn't earn his rematch. There's no rematches in WWE anymore. Yeah, 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 whatever. I mean, that but person's correct. They are correct. They're not wrong. <laughs> but uh, you get to a point where you go, look, like, toss the pancakes out half heartedly. Look a little sad. Don't give me this. But He's just going to buck up and be Kofi's whole gimmick is the power positive. of positivity. It's stupid. He's a positive man. Why? And he is overcoming the hate, and he was a first-round pick. In what world do we live in where a man gets beaten up by a beast, regulates himself back to what he knows? Shouldn't he overcome and have a new layer of his character? No. He He's going to relegate himself he back might. to what we he was doing. He didn't Nothing. Forget. I will say in posit- positive, he came off looking like a stud in this match. I hate six-man tags, but... 
This, he got his shit back a little, just a little, and I was excited because I was like, thank God, thank God, he didn't look like just a normal guy. Now, he may end up becoming the best tag team in the world, which I don't really care about, but... No. no it's no, a heel no. thing. But not, the other two should have the tag team. He should be. But again, I'm not going to spend too much time on the Kofi thing. I just think it's a little weird when you see him the week after. Yeah. Well, it's let's a little transition. weird. Well, at first, I do want to say um, they had a – they beat up the – they're continuing their – I'm not even going to say it because it's bad. But You're talking about uh, a the OC skin are, color that the OC yes, is going after? Yes, the OC are targeting all people of darker skin um, because, you know, why not? But the, one of them was oh, the no. Street Profits, and the Street Profits literally said, we challenge you to a six-man tag later tonight. WWE.com tweeted it, and it never happened. I'm pretty sure they meant to say next week. Yeah, but the even online. They, oh, I know. I yeah, know. so they probably or it was one of those things where like, fuck it, let's just give the women more time because we didn't draft any of them. But uh, yeah, that was a thing. But going to where Kofi should be, um, I just don't care about Lesnar Velasquez. Do you? It's well, this not is interesting. I have, here's, I have no feelings towards Kane. I don't know who he is. That's gotta be Kane Velasquez. No, yeah. look, I, look. I'm glad it's happening at Crown Jewel. Because I think Crown Jewel is where everything goes to die. Yeah, but he signed a three-year deal with the company. He's not. But, uh, he's gonna have. But he did. He's gonna have surgery. He's gonna be out for one of those years. He's not gonna be there. And knee surgery is gonna be out for at least eight months, if not more. And I'm looking at it like. He's not going to really be that big of a factor, in my opinion. What if he wins? He's not going to win. I don't think so either, but what if he does? What if they're like, this is the one guy that beats Brock? Brock's going to fucking lose to him again, and this guy's going to be the face of SmackDown Live. And then the only person who's going to be able to beat him is the Big Dog. Here comes the Big Dog. The Big Dog, Roman Reigns. He got to say it. He got to say it when they yeah, drafted I him. I laughed in my I ass I was so off. happy. I'm like, Kevin Sasha, baby. Yep, there it is. Oh, I hit... <laughs> That was a mistake. Delete from the record. It's boss time. Michael Cole, keep it Demanding all in. Michael Cole gasms, baby. More Cole gasms. <laughs> Cole gasms. I'm having a Cole gasm. Fly Uso. By the way, they didn't get drafted. No, of course not, because they're still uh, matching the uh, DUI thing. But that's fine. Oh boy. Well, look, hey, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. All right, can we get to the good stuff now? Do you have any uh, quick heats or anything before you? I'm to looking. The... I'm looking. I mean, no, uh... we don't care. Oh. Do you, no, but do you? Do you have anything? I doubt it. I don't think so. Okay. I think we're. I think it's now time to so get to. So we need help. We need to. I need help. Everyone needs help, because uh, I was on Twitter last night when that end segment happened after the main event match of the women's tag, um, where Seth Rollins literally broke the fourth wall. Sure. Entered the Firefly Funhouse, burned it to the ground, murdering uh, Rambling Rabbit as Bray Wyatt revealed on Twitter. Yes. Fucking homicidal psychopath. Sure. Um. Yeah, and the crowd was booing so loud. It was hilarious. Um, and, you know, the internet was ablaze of anger. Yep. Um, I was pretty just like, I think I literally said in a thread, I was just like, um, um, uh, what? <laughs> what? Did they just really do this now? Like, we just started this and we're here now? But I need help, yep. and it's time. Hit it, Chief. Let's go. I just needed to take the final. I just needed to do that. Anyway. Speaking of breaking <laughs> the fourth wall. <laughs> so, look. Uh, first off, let me let me just uh, let me get to it. We have a poll on Twitter. If you want to go, uh, go, uh, go there, 
to uh, give your feedback. What's the Twitter account? At, at Jobberknocker. Definitely not at Nestlemania because that thing doesn't exist Who the exist fuck anymore. is Nestlemania? I know, right? He's just going into existence nowhere. Uh, look, I, I didn't know what to think. I thought my original thought was, God damn it, I hated this so fucking much because, you know, he just fucking... What's that? <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> I guess it works. Oh, God. But I was... He's sitting there and he's just like, he's like, I'm going demon hunting. I'm going fiend hunting. Oh, that was so bad. I'm just like... And I forget if it was Joe Stopper or Ray or somebody was like, have you gotten have you gotten to the Looney Tune portion of the program? <laughs> Which, again, it was interesting that he said it, that he was going fiend hunting and all that stuff. So... How do how do how do we break this entire thing down? And I thought, okay, let's let's try to make some sense of this. So he does this whole thing where he's talking to Rambling Rabbit, and he's Seth coming, Seth coming. Nah, don't worry about it. Go and play, kid. Go and play. And then out of nowhere, fucking Seth just comes <laughs> boom in a frame, and they go at it. And he starts ripping things down and destroying he things. He burned Finn Balor's picture, and Finn said, "You could have saved me, <laughs> Seth." <laughs> <laughs> but so here's here's where I start to kind of look at it very oddly. He gets beaten up, and if you hear very quickly, you hear all of the other puppets screaming while Bray Wyatt is getting beaten up. And I think that's very telling. I think that makes us know, hey, like we just reiterated what we kind of knew, and it was that all of these people are Bray Wyatt. So He's was, like the voodoo doll. He is, and I think that he is the conduit to everything else that happens in the funhouse. I think there's a lot to go on. But you heard Rambling Rabbit kind of go away. But the others, Mercy, I think I think Huskis, and I definitely heard Abby, all talking, please don't do this, don't do this, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, Well, he was down. And I think Abby was the last one and said, why are you doing this? And then Bray got back up, looked at Seth like he was going to hit him, and he said, what are you doing? Like, like why are you doing this <laughs> to me? Why are you doing this to yeah, me? Like, and, so, and then he just friggin' punched him in the face, and then he threw him through a you know, cartoon wall, and then came back, looked at the camera, and was like, burn it down. <laughs> and then lit the thing on fire, flipped it, and then it, it went up and in And then did flame. the Randy Orton pose, because we've seen it before. So here's, here's someone else on Botchamania, before I get into anything else, made, it, made a very much creepy comparison. It's just... He was in a shitty feud for the WWE Championship with Randy Orton where his house burned down, <laughs> and he's in a Universal Championship where his house gets burned down again. Uh, poor Bray. Just, like he, Stop this guy, buying real estate, man. This guy cannot catch a break as a property owner. I'm telling you. Look, but it is what it is. So this is where the head-scratcher moment becomes a reality, or maybe not a reality. I thought to myself, how did he get in there? Exactly. How did he get in there? And our boy DQ, although DQ, I was uh, I was a couple hours ahead of this, so thank you for DQ showing it to me, but I did kind of go down the rabbit hole myself. He actually said in a tweet, Bray Wyatt stated, you know, how did this happen, yada yada, are you dead? Which, to me, states a couple of different things, but I'm going to go down a couple different rabbit holes, and you can either travel with me or just say I'm stupid, I don't really care. Here we go. I hope he's dead. I'd be all for a zombie set to do. Spooky set to do. Oh, no. You're going to hear zombie Seth forever now. It's awful. Anyway, look. There's something you could think about. On Friday, he had a, he had a match against Roman Reigns that didn't really go anywhere because, guess what? You know, somebody was underneath the ring. Now, it was the ring be, because he pulled Seth in the ring. Some could argue that the ring was a portal to the Firefly Funhouse. I don't necessarily subscribe to that thought. However, it is it is open to interpretation. There is no way to describe it. Yeah. It's not a sexy version of it all. I but reject again, that take. Okay. 
Another take here is that uh, Rambling Rabbit is a fan of Seth Rollins and that, you know, Seth Rollins somehow has a connection to Rambling Rabbit, Rambling Rabbit, because he speaks too much, showed how to get into the Firefly Funhouse. Now, I don't necessarily subscribe to that thought either. I think it's a little different. It's a little weird. But it's again, okay, but it's, not, it's not that great. However, here's where Nestle comes in. Who the fuck is... Well, I guess I am Nestle, so it's fine. But look, there's a lot of different things you could be doing here. But the one thing that I focus on is the one thing that we all don't want to remember is Hell in a Cell. So, here we go. It's meaning to all of us, I would at least try to get you in this thought process, that I believe, and we all believe, that the Firefly Funhouse is not real. It is purgatory. Which is when he asked the question, how did you get here? Are you dead? Well, then you have to not have some sense of something to be in there. So we, all, we can all agree it's in purgatory. So here's what I'm thinking. In the Hell in a Cell, as much as we all hated it, as much as we've got fired up about it, did a part of Seth Rollins die that day? Now he is impervious to pain, maybe? Or is he dealing with something because, let's face it, JC, what does the fiend ask people to do? Let me in. And maybe, just maybe, Seth Rollins is the very first person to let him in. Everybody else has not let him in. So, you're getting, you're getting defensive, I can tell. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm so, curious. Okay, so here we go. The fiend, the fiend has asked him to let him in, and essentially Rollins has accepted it. Does that change Seth? Does that make it a point in which the soul of Seth Rollins now belongs to the fiend? I God, I freaking hope so. I hope man, so. If anyone needs change, it's Seth Rollins. Because I look at it this way. The good, in my opinion, the, the safe spot, the safe place is the fun house. The bad is what happens in the ring and what happens in front of the universe. That's the bad. That's the good. And Seth Rollins, how literally has no good left in him because he's finally let the fiend in. There is not a good bone in Seth's body. He has destroyed the one good place. For Bray Wyatt. He had, and that's why Bray looked at him and says, what are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? You're destroying my happy place. You're destroying the last bit of good that we have with Bray Wyatt. And what do you do when you take something away from somebody? All you have left is the bad. So this, as much as we thought Hell in a Cell was dog shit, as much as we probably thought you know, lighting him on fire was bad, I think this is going to end up good for all of us Fiend fans because as much as we love the Firefly Funhouse, it may need to take a break in order to get what we want. So, and what does everybody want? <laughs> head! By the way, is he, is he dragging that head out? In, uh, I Saudi really... That's somebody else made a comment about that, so Yikes, I don't know about I that. I don't think that's a good idea. We all understand that probably that, that you know because we live in the Firefly Funhouse, everything will probably go back to where it was. Just because nothing's really real. But we don't know. But is it good news? Is it bad news? Only time will tell. But we can understand one thing, and that is that Seth has changed forever. God, I hope so. And that is what people can understand. He's back on Twitter being an asshole again. Yes. I like that Seth. I, you know when Seth is cool? When he's a fucking keyboard warrior. Yes. Because he he's, he's had some good, like, defend, like, uh, oh, it's great. He's just such a little bitch. I love it. I love it. I love little bitch Seth. 
The other final thought I had, which again goes to Nestleplat Planifluga, like just way out there. Way out there, past the universe, past the WWE universe, past all sorts of galaxies in the Milky Way, all that jazz. Auto. Nobody out there, Bill. <laughs> because the fiend is attached to Bray Wyatt, he couldn't kill the Firefly Funhouse from inside. He needed somebody else to kill the Firefly Funhouse so that the fiend could essentially take over forever. So he needed to infect somebody. The devil, as you saw denoted on his picture exactly. on the wall. Thank you. Now burnt. Firefly Funhouse. Thank you very much, Watson. <laughs> well done. And this man <laughs> might be the person to do it. Because it's like Beetlejuice, man. You have to kind of have somebody else take you out of it to put you somewhere else. You just wanted to make a Beetlejuice reference. Well, nice fucking model. But <laughs> I will say, I am excited because I think as much as this is dog shit, I am talking myself into understanding a little bit more and a little bit more, and a little bit more, piece by piece. But I believe, wholeheartedly, that on Halloween, the demon will come out and capture the Universal Championship. Well, Nestlemania, I hope you're right. Glorious! You're my only hope. Would you like to continue? Would you like me to continue? I believe you said your hope yes. was also... <laughs> you just want to hit it again. <laughs> Why do you have to hit it again? Oh, God. Okay. Why the fuck not? I didn't record me that time. I had different moves. It's true. I gotta record you every time you do it now. <laughs> so here's my hope, folks. As we decided that this is kind of like we're kind of in purgatory ourselves listening to this crap draft thing that we had to deal with. And uh, you almost spit take the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So I thought to myself, what could make everybody happy? What could make everybody very, very much excited about everything that WWE does? So here's my hope for the week. Hopefully that I'm right by at least, mm, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, by at least maybe Crown Jewel. If not, maybe there's a, a last minute trade. Maybe there's a deadline after Crown Jewel. That there is a trade for Seth Rollins and The Fiend. The Fiend will be going back to Raw once he wins the Universal Championship. Seth Rollins goes back to SmackDown. The team with Roman Reigns and make the big dogs. The big dogs. I think that is going to be happening. Now, based on that, that means that the Universal Champion will be The Fiend where he's supposed to be on Raw. Seth can just smile in the SmackDown intro like he was before, which that's all he's doing. He can stomp and burn down on, on Friday nights with his big dog. Rematches with Brock Lesnar. Yes, they're going to keep that going on. But here's here's where I... Can you trade The Fiend for someone else? No. Here's here's where I... Can we trade Seth Rollins to 205 Live because it's gone now? <laughs> so here's, <laughs> here's where, here's where, the, here's where the, uh, the stars need to align for this to be an absolute hope. I think that Brock Lesnar is going to eventually lose the Universal... Sorry, the WWE Championship to... Rollins one oh more time. Oh my god! Hold on, hold this on. This hope sucks! I know, I know, but, but, because of that, then Rollins will hold on to that championship and then get cashed in on. I hope, I hope you say who I think you're going to say. By the king! Corbin! So I gotta wait a year? You gotta wait a year. But oh. it's happening. You're buying his new shirt, by the way? No, I'm not. That is a terrible shirt. But oh my god. If it was made out of gold, 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 gold leaf, then I would buy it. But I'm telling you right now, that is a shitty shirt. Whoever's making the merchandise sucks. Wow. Sucks. Wow. I, I know think that's actually better than most of the shirts they come out with. Whatever. 
I am the thunder. No, none. All right. Anyway, there's my hope. King Corbin, Corbin out of a fiend win. We've had like 50,000 hopes between the two of us that King Corbin wins the oh, world yeah. title. Oh, yeah. It's Can happening. Can it just please fucking happen? Oh, it's happening. I'm oh. telling you right now. It might. It, uh, uh, that's going to be the best day of my life. There's going to be a detour. It might be Brock Lesnar to Cain Velasquez to Roman Reigns to Seth Rollins to King Corbin. It's <laughs> happening in the next year. It's got to fucking uh. happen. But I'm telling you right now, that's my hope. We're going to be playing ping pong with that fucking WWE championship until King Corbin wins that thing. That's what's going to happen. I'm telling you. I hope you're right, but... That's my fucking I think hope. it's more likely that he's just going to win the Intercontinental Let's go. All right, you ready for my hope? I am excited for your hope, Talked boy. Talked about the SmackDown Women's Division. Where's the beef? You know, um, we got Sasha and Bailey, great top. And then you got Lacey Evans, another heel. And then you got Carmella, who I guess is the only baby face. Um, so what are we, what, what we going to do? Well, there's like 30 women that went undrafted. But I'm looking elsewhere. Oh, no. For immediate satisfaction. Because, you know, there's someone else who's a former champion across the platforms of WWE, who is coming stateside, but has not popped up anywhere yet. A lot of people probably think NXT, because that would be logical, but I'm not a very logical guy. <laughs> Especially now with the devastating news about Ember Moon being out, mm -hmm. they need an exciting top potential female to come in and steal our eyes and our hearts and the glory. And that is former NXT UK Women's Champion, Tony Storm. I want to be a surprise signee, I guess they would call Free it. Agent, on so. SmackDown soon. I want her to come out immediately, have a feud with Bailey, but she cannot beat Bailey because Sasha is the thorn in her side. So then we move on to like a great match that could be a great program for a long time. Tony and Sasha as like the B feud on SmackDown, but that leaves a hole of who's gonna challenge Bailey. Well, there's a certain someone that at some point is coming back. And when they do, most people would think they'd probably just rerun it, send her to Raw, let her fight that champion. You know, the two people she's fought, let them fight over there. But there's someone she really hasn't had a top-level feud with. And Bailey, by this point, is going to be a very big established heel that, I mean, I doubt they'll cheer her still, but people will pop Ronda Rousey versus Emo Bailey at the Royal Rumble for the SmackDown Women's Championship. But here's what. Bailey beats her. Mm. Bailey beats her. And then they can go have Rousey win the Rumble like they want to anyways, and she can fight Becky again. But you know what? I'm, I want this. Tony Storm and Ronda Rousey, I think, could really help enhance this division. You need two babyface characters, like, bigger level to come in there. Um, I mean, I don't really know what else they're going to do with it, because if not, Sasha and Bailey are just going to be on the mountaintop, and who's going to touch them? So... You know, but you never know. They got trades and shit too. But that's my hope. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Hashtag JC knows. And yeah, that's a thing. It is now time to get that. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. And so is he, cause ain't no stopping me. No! Shelton Benjamin, not only was he a round five pick, which was great value. Probably I the can't steal believe the that he was even listed. Uh, it's because Paul Heyman respects him. And also, he had a match in what I thought was what, one of the most fun three-minute matches I've ever seen. Actually, it was probably Oh, speaking of which. Ricochet I mean, and Shelton Benjamin. What's up, jobbers? This jobber was not a jobber alert match. This was an actual match. It felt like Eric a jobber Young alert. Eric Young was a jobber match. That was definitely a this, jobber match. Eric this Young, This was a real out, match. This, this match might have been longer than Buddy Cedric. I don't know. But this was a great match. It was fast-paced. Benjamin looked great. I look forward to seeing more of him in the ring. Um, and of course, Ricochet stud. We knew that, but this, like, literally, I was watching this. And I was like, "Oh my god, I want this match forever." 
Forever? Forever. For, forever? Ever? I saw like three people tweet, fight forever, and I was like, yeah, I'd be cool with that. Three people. Not a whole lot of people, well, the, but three I mean, people. Not everyone tweets. Not everybody tweets. But I didn't see anybody saying, don't fight forever. So don't might have fight fall. at all. Infinity fight forever, zero nestle. Why do I get to say no? Because you just said no. No, I said you don't see that. Yeah, because you said no. You're a terrible human being. Just thought Not I'd really. throw that out You're there. You're just fickle. Sure. That makes a lot of see sense. See your comeback because he, you know, like existed on a full screen this week. Oh, my God. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Pretty damn good. No, my comeback. Look, I thought about a different thing here. I was going to give my comeback to Mike Canales because he apparently asked for his release. You can't give a comeback to someone who's leaving. I know. It was a joke. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of people that got, you know, some dr- – I thought they went higher in the draft than they expected. I uh, mean, You're telling me. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah. I was going to get my comeback. No. Uh, Akira Tozawa. Akira Tozawa. Weird. God is co- – yeah. <laughs> Rusev, like Bobby Lashley, which, by the way, that segment was cringeworthy. But, uh, not for him. Not for him. <laughs> By the way, very quick segment. Uh, my wife is a massage therapist, licensed massage therapist, and literally she goes, who massages in a towel out of nowhere? And I was just like, oh, boy. And then she, then she had the audacity to say, which I thought was hilarious. She's like, his technique is awful. And I wanted to be like, I don't think Lana cares about the technique. Was she watching him wrestle or massage? Oh, watching, watching <laughs> him wrestle. <laughs> Probably both, actually, yeah, massage. Yeah. But that anyway. Was, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just anyway. Anyway, back to my comeback. I am going to give it to somebody that they literally keep saying is the best-kept secret, even though he's not the best-kept secret. The man launched himself over the top rope into my arms and into my loving, loving world. I am excited for Buddy fucking Murphy. I am so excited for this guy. I think he's exactly where he needs to be, and I'm super excited about it. So he gets my comeback, and I'm hoping, no, I'm praying that they do something fun with him. You know what I'd like to see? What? A match between our two comebacks. That'd be a lot of fun. Sure. Buddy and Shelty, let's do it. I'm sure it'll be there. I hope so on Raw, baby. Raw, the land of opportunity apparently now because they have 18,000 more superstars and they're all like people that are never used. So. True. It's true. And the 24-7 championship is there even though that doesn't really matter. Yeah, but, but that's uh, fine. I mean, um, they, they did go out of their way to make sure to say the women's tag titles will remain up. Titles will remain on both shows. And I'm assuming the 24-7 will be the same thing. Because Fox knows? gets boners over that too. So Do they really? Oh, yeah, because they're all about finishing. Oh, wow! What a maneuver! <laughs> it's time to throw a private party, baby! <laughs> We were at AEW last week in Boston. I've been waiting the whole fucking program to talk about this. You know why? Because this week, I've been way more excited about the new shiny toy over there in AEW than the rest of this shit. So you know what? It's tomorrow night. They're going on, but... I mean, there's a, a vlog that you put together yep. that Danny, our stud uh, website webmaster. dude. <laughs> webmaster. <laughs> website dude. <laughs> he put website a, he also dude. put a link to that YouTube clip on the website, so you can uh, get to it there on jobbernocker.com. So make sure you do that, as well as check out TJ's NXT article, the Joe Stoppers AEW article, Brandon's NXT UK article, and so much more, as well as make sure you're giving this podcast five stars, five flames, leave us comments, all that stuff. Follow us on Twitter at jobbernocker, at JC of the JK at DQ of the JK at Ray Ray of the JK at Billy D twenty four eleven at Joe Pollock forty seven at TJ of the JK at the Real Deal B Cox at Nestlemania maybe sometimes if you're feeling like giving out charity <laughs> Facebook Jabberknocker Instagram Jabberknocker because we're everywhere you want to be and you know what. AEW was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It was fun. There were definitely some low points, but uh, also make sure you watch AEW Dark because oh, that yeah. Kenny Omega Joey today. Janela unsanctioned match. The referee didn't stop that. Oh, and, no. and he could have because there was a couple murders. There were. Poor Joey Janela. Oh, my God. 
I mean, we thought Omega died at one point too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I literally I, turn to you. I'm like, this is gonna be the last time they put one of their big stars in an unsanctioned match on a fucking dark match. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's bad. They don't know. They don't know when to slow down. But maybe that's what they want to do. They just want to hey. pedal the metal. I will say, just because you like the, uh, you you have a boner for this guy. They actually on being elite. They have Joey Janela. Uh, he dropped a cigarette in Tully Blanchard's Pepsi. Yes. And and he and Tully's like, you don't even know what you just did. And Sean Sean Spears just goes, we'll get him. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm it was great. So you're you're for that. So there we go. Yeah. So that's exciting. But again, I enjoyed AEW. Again, we went with my brother Kenny. Thank you for Kenny. Uh, all that he did to get us there, especially on television, 30 seconds into the fucking yeah, program right of the Pyro, where you looked out of your phone. Kenny looks at his phone. I'm losing my mind. And Todd looks miserable. Uh, <laughs> but we had a good time just because it was the four of us. And when the four of us are together, usually shit happens and it's fun. We had a lot of people in front of us, below us, up top. Everybody that we kind of knew. It was nice knowing that a lot of the people we interact with are there. It's, it's a lot of fun when you can go to something like that with your friends. We, we made a day of it, or at least a night of it anyway. Boy, the Joe Stopper was there too live in person and gave yes. that in his report? Yes, he was. And Joe did a great job as well because he was, uh, from top to bottom, very much locked in on the programming. So definitely check that out and follow all these people while they do this amazing work for the Jabberknocker. But again, I, we popped hard for the uh, the private party. That was oh, a nice was, way to send us going. We got hit with water, man. We did. We're we got, celebrating. I was getting waterfied. Sure, let's do that. You yeah, were I got wet. You got wet. He got wet. Didn't even have to pay for hey, it. Well, you, you get did. wet during a private party, like, come on. I think that's what they were going for. But, you know, then at the end, like, there were some peaks and valleys. There was a lot of whatever. Oh, but for sure. There was a lot of bit of the jiggly. There was a lot of different things here and there. Uh, it, you did make a comment about three, I wouldn't say, I'll say three quarters of the way, where you looked at me and you went, WWE guy, WWE guy, WWE guy, WWE guy. Which, again, in the main event, there were two WWE yeah. guys, and there was a WWE guy on the Which, outside. It can make sense, but I will say, fucking Dustin Rhodes, man, Ooh. that dude looked great. That is awesome. Good for him, man. He looked fucking amazing. Yeah. He made that fucking Hangman jobber look like a fucking jobber. He gets pyro. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's probably my favorite part of the yeah. block. Yeah. <laughs> he gets pyro. How the heck did he get like Seriously, yeah. of all the guys you yeah. have, you give freaking Hangman Page the... At least give him some guns. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, if, he came, if he came out on a horse every time. No, it... that'd get older. Real no, quick. no, it wouldn't because it'd just be shitting all over the walkway. It'd be great. All right. So let's let's move over to NXT, who was battling against AEW. Yeah. At least I watched this week after the fact. I thought it was not their best effort. It was still very good. I appreciated a little bit of everything. The problem they have right now, and it's going to continue for a while, is AEW is literally, like I said, the new shiny toy. Right. I love NXT, but right now, if I'm choosing, the one program a week that I don't want to miss is AEW because it is brand new. There's a bunch of people that I didn't know well that I'm getting to know, like uh, Sammy Guavala. <laughs> Sammy Guavara. He impressed me a shit ton. Yeah. Um, so there's guys, people like that that I'm interested in. It's fresh storylines. It's everything's just so fresh and new. NXT by no means is stale. It's just literally like we've we know all these people and it's still good. But that's the trouble they're having right now, and I think the ratings and everything else is showing it. Mm -hmm. I'm still watching both, but for me, every week, the number one show I'm excited for as of this moment, subject to change, much like is cards. AEW. I will say this much. I think them giving away takeover quality matches is going to keep up. Like, and that's great for us because we win, but I think when they get to takeover, then we're going to be, mm, I don't know. Well, so I think they're going to, I think they're saying that the main event this week is Keith Lee and Dijakovic. Yeah. I think they're going to get back to more of that. I think just these first couple weeks, like, they're going balls to the wall. Same thing will be said of AEW. Sure, sure. They're putting on they're these high quality in. matches, too. Eventually, it's going to level out a little bit, but then you'll also see, like, maybe, like, 
if one of them really starts to get behind, they, they just might have to do that to try to catch up. So it's, it's the exciting part of what the Monday Night War was, Monday Night Wars was, and now we have the Wednesday Night Wars. WNW. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, again, watch both shows. Enjoy yourself. There's a lot of good stuff going on. And I think, again, it's fun to be a wrestling fan. Uh, as long as you don't have to watch Crown Jewel, you should be fine. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, so Crown Jewel has the two title matches, men's, because, you know, they hate women. They have the best tag team in the world That's going to be a long fucking thing. Which doesn't thing. have all the tag it's a ta- teams. No, I think it's a turmoil match, which means it's probably just going to be a gauntlet-looking thing. Okay, whatever. I don't care. And then there's Team Flair versus Team Hogan. Um... That's Which, all they've got so far. That's it? It's just those four? So the boxer fight? Oh, there's five then. And sorry, and Seth is doing yes, double duty. Yes, Fury, yes, yes, Fury, yes. Braun. Yeah. Which, Which again, apparently really Fury mean. wants to be stay with WWE as well, long term. Yeah. I mean, he grew up a huge WWE. Like, you could tell, like, this is the difference you've seen. It makes you appreciate a lot of your WWE guys more. When you get a guy like Fury who doesn't have to come on and cut, like, like act – like, you saw his promo and, like, the pen thing, it was just awkward. Yeah. Like, that's just him being an awkward dude, but it's just, like, now you see the difference. Whereas, like, as bad as some of these Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, even your boy, uh, golly gee gosh, Ricochet, like, <laughs> it gives you more appreciation for those type of promos when you see someone who literally never does it or someone like Cain Velasquez who, like, just, you can't speak. Because it just, it's, like, Tyson Fury is the size of Braun. And has never lost and knocks literally everyone he fights out, but he coming off as this giant fucking goofball. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, look, he came out and he he did his part, right? So we didn't really talk about this, but I will say the the, the pen gimmick. I appreciated the charisma of it all. But I liked it, but it does, that's not going to work in front of work. a live crowd, they especially have, when you had Braun fist to table. Yeah, like. <laughs> Broad. And then it's just like, I can't even do a pen. Like, clearly it was like a ha-ha. Yeah. But they did. They even did it on People Friday. People just don't know who he the, is. The push and the shove thing where like, hey, good slap. No, you slap. Then it's three stooges. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Handshake. And then whatever. You have to decide. Cain Velasquez is out for blood at Blood Money versus Brock Lesnar. It's it's a blood feud. This one seems more like a misunderstanding three stooges style that's on in like the middle of the day. It's like, you're really big. You're really big. Fight. I would have preferred it to have been put Braun Strowman in a boxing match because at least that would have been. Well, do you think Tyson Fury is actually going to wrestle? I'm assuming it's going to be a boxing match and Braun's going to get knocked the fuck out in three seconds. I don't know. I mean, they made Money Mayweather fight in a wrestling match against Big Show, which I was there for at WrestleMania 24, which again was one of the best matches of the night, if not the best match of the night. I mean, I think opinion. Tyson Fury, there's definitely potential if he's serious about this where he could become really good because he, like, he's a legit ass kicker. But I don't think he has the athleticism of Braun because Braun's kind of like a fucking unicorn with the type of athleticism he has for Who his size. He keeps losing. But I'm curious to see how they do this match because if it's not like a quick knockout, I don't know how else they do it. I think it's going to be a lot of schmas. I think it's going to be a lot well, of like, a lot of I'll break something, yes. you break something, I'm going to beat I'm you Which I'm all for. You know me, I love the antics. <laughs> I'm, that's why, like, honestly, like, if you do a Goldberg match right, it can be great because sure. you just do antics. Braun antics file. That's why Lesnar Bryan worked so well because there was so much antics before they actually fought. I have antics, baby. Antics. I have no hope, none, at all, for this, at all. But uh, in terms of all the matches, I could not wait to miss this thing. This is probably the only one that I care about. Really? Fiend Seth. Like, what are they gonna do? If Fiend wins, I'm gonna lose my mind. Well, that'll be great. But how? Do we think they're actually gonna do that though? I know. Like, I hope your your hopes and dreams come true. But here's for the love of God. Like, here's why you would have just blown your only hope. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Right. (laughs) You only get one shot, yeah, right? Like, what, so. How are they going to do this? Is Bray just going to, like, like evaporate, and they're going to be like, oh, okay, he's on SmackDown, doesn't care anymore. He's going to go feud with fucking, uh, I don't know, who the fuck's on SmackDown? 
Maybe it's a loaded thing where it's like six people from SmackDown trade for Seth Rollins or something like that. You don't know what uh, they could be doing. I think it's more they trade like Fiend for Charlotte or something. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But again, they reserve the right to change their mind. But I will say this much. WWE didn't give us what we wanted on the pay-per-view that we thought we were going to get. So why would they not fuck us and give us something we wanted at a pay-per-view nobody's going to watch? So That's I, what they would do. I haven't looked this up for exact stats, but like based on my memory, has there been like besides like one or two like any title changes at Crown Jewels I feel like it's they've all been kind of book like glorified house shows like you had freaking Monsoor winning that battle royal and stuff mm-hmm. like I, I feel like none of the titles have ever actually changed hands maybe a mid card or a tag did I don't remember well that one of them was a vacant title and yes. that's when Braun lost but I think to Brock besides so that's that, one but that yeah but has any title actually gone from champion to challenger I don't think so I'm so people thinking that Kane and fucking Fiend are gonna win you might be out of your fucking mind <laughs> I'm hoping – look, that's why I'm hoping. That's why I'm hoping. It is what it is, folks. Yeah. It is what it is. Well, I guess that's pretty much all we need to talk about this week. So thank you for listening to the Jobberknocker. We will be back next week with more Jobberknockery. Nasty. Nasty.